From candy to costumes, Halloween is a fun-filled time for children, but it's also a night that they are more at risk for injury than any other day of the year. Today we're going to discuss safety tips like costume safety, staying visible, and inspecting candy, and here to help us out is our resident expert, Dr. Marissa Abbey, the Injury Prevention Manager at Children's Health. This is Children's Health Checkup, where we answer parents' most common questions about raising healthy and happy kids. I'm Prakash Chandran. So, Marissa, as a parent myself, I think all of us want a trick-free evening for our children. Um, But let's just start the conversation with why it's so important to raise awareness about keeping kids safe during Halloween. Absolutely. Yes. Um, Like you, um, you know, Halloween is my favorite holiday and we love dressing up and going trick-or-treating. But when I go out with my son... Um, I've taught him some specific safety lessons on pedestrian safety because Halloween is the most dangerous night of the year for our kiddos. So on average, we know across the country, children are more than twice as likely to be hit by a car and die from that injury on Halloween night over any other time of the year. You know, I was looking at uh, the website at childrens.com slash Halloween. Great resource there. There are 10 great safety tips um, to stay safe while you're trick-or-treating. And the very first one is visibility. So why don't we dive right into it and maybe talk to us a little bit about the importance of visibility and how we can stay more visible while we're trick-or-treating with our children. Absolutely. So, you know, it's getting to be fall. Um, it's getting dark earlier. And the main thing that we want is children to be visible to drivers. And so, depending on their costume, we want you to add plenty of reflective tape or stickers to their costumes or bags. Um, Kids can carry flashlights or wear those glow stick necklaces so that, you know, they're super visible when uh, crossing the street. Um, And we also want kids to see as well. And so, instead of maybe having big masks that might obstruct their vision, uh, we can choose face paint or makeup instead of those uh, larger masks over their face. Yeah, because they need to be able to um, see the cars as well, because it's not only the car seeing them, it's like, you know, sometimes they have these massive masks and they can't see anything, so they're stumbling around, right? Or they're walking through yards and, you know, they trip over something in the yard. Right, right. I'm sure that happens a lot. at some of the other tips, especially around the costume, what other things should parents or children be mindful of when putting on their costume? Well, we want them to be, uh, to fit their bodies well so that, you know, they don't have floppy clown shoes and and things that might be too big for them. Um, That will just help them trip right over uh, whatever they might be walking into. So making sure the costume fits well, um, you know, making sure they don't have big masks. Those will be the main tips to keep them from falling. What about older kids that are heading out without their parents? You know, what what should parents know and share with their children in order to stay safe? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. I think that's probably the most important tip. Um, You know, common sense prevention tips for Halloween are the same as other times that your child might be walking in the neighborhood or walking to school. So we know that kids should not be walking by themselves until they're around 9 or 10. And this is because the part of our brain that accurately judges the speed of a car and how quickly um, it's coming in that distance, that doesn't really develop until the age of 10 or 11. And so kids, you know, even though they might be able to see a car coming, they, they aren't able to determine if they have enough time to cross the street until they're that age. Um, so we want the adults to walk with the children on Halloween um, if they're younger than 10. Um, but other tips that kids should know is, you know, when they're crossing the street, 
they shouldn't just run across or dart, dart out between parked cars. And um, we want them to look both ways, but it's left first and then right and then left again is kind of how we want them to cross the street. Yeah, definitely making sure to look twice and three times, especially uh, during Halloween. Um, but, you know, one of the things that I'm curious, we're talking about, you know, pedestrian safety for the kids. But, you know, as a driver that is potentially driving through some of these neighborhoods where kids are trick-or-treating, and I, it feels like they're starting earlier and earlier, um, what what advice might you have for drivers uh, in order to make sure that it's safe on both sides of the table? Right. And I don't know about your kids, but mine have already eaten candy before they go trick-or-treating. And so they're excited. You know, it's a fun time. Um, They're hyped up on sugar and they're probably not being as safe as they normally would, you know, when they're walking um, to the bus stop or wherever. So we know that, you know, kids are already going to move in unpredictable ways on that evening. So drivers definitely should slow down. Um, we should turn our headlights on early so that they see us coming in that dusk period where it's not quite dark yet. Um, you know, be alert in the neighborhoods when you're driving, driving home. Um, enter and exit your driveway carefully. That's kind of a danger zone. Um, as you're backing out of your driveway, you may not see children coming um, in your rearview mirror or in your backup camera. So, you know, make sure that you enter and exit your driveway carefully. And of course, Um, avoid your cell phone. You know, don't be a distracted driver, especially in the neighborhood. Yeah, absolutely. It's especially important to really be on the lookout and have your full attention on the road, especially on um, Halloween night. You made a lot of great points there. You know, I think one one of the hardest things uh, that I see in this list is inspect candy. And it says, have children avoid eating candy until you've had the chance to inspect it first. Wow. How do you do that? And tell us a little bit about why that's important. Well, you know, what we do at the end of the night is kind of dump everything out. And, of course, try to make a rule around how many pieces that they're going to eat, you know, before they go to bed or, or, you know, per day or whatever. But just look over and make sure that the wrappers aren't torn um, and that everything looks like it, it came from the store. Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest problem I have with my kids is they want to eat it as they get it. I see. And uh, you know, I have to just say, I say, you know, slow, slow down a little bit um, because of the reasons that you mentioned. But there's also allergies as well, right? You know, some kids may have allergies that can be difficult to manage, especially when they're trick-or-treating and see something sweet. So, you know, maybe talk a little bit about how parents might be a little safer in terms of provisioning candy for their children and really making sure that it's allergy-free. Absolutely. I mean, I think if your child has a major food allergy, like a peanut allergy, um, hopefully you can brush up on which candy is going to contain those items that might be dangerous for your child to eat. Um, possibly if, if that's the case that you have some extra snacks um, that they could eat if they happen to get the candy that they're not supposed to eat. Um, and then, of course, we always have like pencils and stickers and things to hand out, a glow-in-the-dark um, bugs, you know, that that kids can choose instead of choosing um, candy so that we're able to give something fun to everybody. That's a really good tip for the people that are staying at home. You know, it doesn't have to be that massive bag of candy from the grocery store because there's so many fun things that you can hand out. So that's a really good tip. You know, I see one here around never entering someone's home, and I totally understand this notion of stranger danger. But what about if it's a haunted house? You know, some people will set up their homes to where they want you to go through and experience everything they've set up. What are your thoughts around that? That's a great question. Um, I think if you're with them, and you're familiar with the neighbor or the neighborhood that 
you know, you would use your best judgment to go with them into the haunted house, but I wouldn't, I would tell them never to enter the haunted house by themselves. That's really good advice. I think as a parent, just making sure that you, one of the things you said that's important there is having an understanding and a, a comfort level with the neighborhood that your child is going to first. Um, so you can get a sense of the type of people that live there, the homes that they're going to be visiting, um, so they can stay as safe as possible. That's really good. Um, you know, just to kind of wrap up here, is there anything else that we didn't cover today that um, you'd like parents or children uh, to know about staying safe during Halloween? I think we hit on everything. Um, what I do, because I, I have a six-year-old, and so we are crossing the street constantly, right? You go from one side of the street to the other as you as you cross to do trick-or-treating. And it's a great time to practice and teach them how to cross the street safely because you're doing it so often. And it's also a great time to model you know, safe pedestrian behavior. So we kind of use it as a nice um, teaching time as well as, you know, as well as a fun time. Advice. And I really appreciate your time today, Dr. Abby. So that's Dr. Marissa Abby, the Injury Prevention Manager at Children's Health. Thank you for listening to Children's Health Checkup. And you can head to children's.com slash Halloween to see the tips that we discussed today. If you found this podcast helpful, please rate and review or share the episode and please follow Children's Health on your social channels. Thanks. And we'll talk next time.